Hello. Thank you. This is John Usry uh, with Origin Gates Podcast Wisdom's Echo, and I just wanted to connect up with y'all and uh, share some stuff that I've been looking at on my heart for quite a while now. Um, I guess the title of this would be Unhooking from the Dog Star, which has its uh, foundation in an encounter uh, from 2015. Um, The thing about this is uh, I'll talk about a number of different things but just the synopsis in in the whole thing is this the ability to untether from the sun moon and the stars to sit above and live from above to where you're not swayed with everything that wants to blow you around and disrupt you and 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 uh, so that's what this is all about um, we'll get into some specifics to my journey um, uh, but it's just as an example of what has happened with me. Um, the key, though, is to remember all of this is basically um, how to live above uh, the sun, moon, and the stars. So anyway, I, I had a few different encounters um, relating to this. And in 2015, uh, I woke up one morning, and um, the uh, the Lord just told me, just clear as day, uh, as I was waking up, um, I really want you to unhook from the dog star. I didn't even know what the dog star was, but it was very um, profound, very specific, you know, and so I got up and looked and went to the uh, uh, computer trying to figure out what the dog star is, and after a little bit of looking around, I found out it was Sirius, Canis Major Constellation, the star Sirius. Well, I, I got to trying to figure out what does it mean to unhook myself from the dog star, and, and I saw a picture of like a tether or a, a, a rope tying me to it. So by faith, I severed it with a big axe um, uh, and just made sure I cut it loose everything that was related to it in my life and you do it by faith you know just like you get born again by faith you just look at the thing you do it by faith and you walk through the process i sever my connection that would keep me tied to this particular star my first question was how did i get stuck under that star what tied me to it and it could be a number of things, possibly old ancient covenants in your bloodline, could be some Freemasonry thing, could be um, any number of things that has locked you into that process. And that's why it's important to begin working on your junk, um, cleaning out your gates, undo altars on your DNA, etc. Ian's book on cleaning the gateways is an amazing tool to work through if you haven't gotten that. Um, secondly, I was curious, why was it important to undo? Back in those days, this was in 2015, I really didn't have an understanding of living above the sun, moon, and the stars. I knew my heavenly habitation was with Yeshua, according to Ephesians 2.6. And I also knew in him I live and move and have my being, according to Acts 17.28. But the revelation or the significance of what all that was was still clouded kind of in my thinking. So the whole thing was an act of faith. I actually saw myself with an axe chopping at the rope. And it'd be like a uh, rope that might be used to tie and hold a hot air balloon down to the ground. 
Since then, I've come to a little bit of understanding how real my heavenly habitation is. It's actually more real than my earthly existence. I I describe it as we have our habitation in heaven with our feet touching the earthly creation, so as a place of function in the earth, as well as in the heavenly realm here. Ian began to teach on the various bodies, which put in perspective clearly how we're functioning in multiple realms at the same time. For me, though, I began to realize that really, truly, my habitation was in this heavenly realm, and then what I would do down in the earthly created realm uh, was a a part of a function. So habitation versus function. Um, If you've not seen your heavenly body or its position or its as easy as going, it's as easy as going through the veil of the flesh into the kingdom of God on the inside of you, Luke seventeen twenty one, and from there go out into the heavenly realm, see where you sit, and that is on the inside of Yeshua. Anyway, living this way set me free from all the manipulation that goes on to cause a disruption of peace inside of me. You're not swayed by any kind of winded doctrine because the only wind you're subject to then is Ruach Hakadosh. There will come a tipping point for you as you keep looking from this heavenly realm, and it will click that it becomes more real for you, more eternal than the earthly cognitive realm below. Anyway, not long after this, I had another encounter in my night watch where I found myself out beyond the Maserat with Yeshua looking back towards earth. And as he was standing there, he told me to begin lighting up as bright as I could. I actually started glowing and became concerned about outshining him, and he kind of laughed. But I continued lighting up, brightening, and as I did, the illumination was broadcast back through the houses of the Maserat and bathed the earth in a spectrum of about 48 colors. At that time, all I knew was bringing healing to corruption in the earth. Side note, the Maserat's kind of a the original Hebrew understanding of the stars, and it's a bit different than the zodiac that people discuss today. The 12 houses, as they are described, correlate with the 12 tribes, the 12 stones in the foundation of the New Jerusalem, the um, 12 stones in the breastplate. It's also described as a galactic circle, which is known as a way of returning, and I found that really interesting. I wasn't real familiar with this all back seven years ago, but uh, growing in a bit of understanding now, um, one thing about all this, and I just want to say this, I've really come to thoroughly enjoy the journey, and I'm not so much concerned about the destination. Enjoying the journey becomes relational rather than a track of function towards a destination. Um, Just begin to sit in the middle of the journey and enjoy it. Uh, find peace in that. Anyway, um, this is what was happening, and I watched the 48 colors bathing the earth, and it looked like a prism refracting as needed for healing to the to the earth. I also realized that the light I was emitting was going through the Maserat and actually was a representing a representation of the uh, the of my light, the frequencies of my light being converted into a sound light wave specific to the filter that that Maserat um, provided. I was always kind of curious how there was 48 in this particular color spectrum. 
the thing that's kind of interesting, just this last week during the Nest Conference in Mobile, I got a, one of the pieces missing that had been missing. Teresa Bowen was teaching on the Maserat and mentioned that each house had its own three deacons or mini houses associated with each, with each of the major houses. So you have 12 houses of the major. You have 36 what they call deacons, totaling 48 total, each with its own unique filter with its specific function. Living letters connect to them. Um, so, you know, it all of a sudden the 48 colors uh, were very unique in that they were all filtering through these different, these different things. Uh, just a curious thing, have you ever wondered when it says all of creation groans and awaits for the manifestation of the suns? How will creation identify the suns? Well, one thing I was looking at when this was happening... Um, one day it was kind of a curious thing i realized i watched uh, a human being being born into the earth i watched him uh, come in and enter and as he came through the house of the maserat um it's like he left his signature his sound his frequency it was it became like a signature in the house itself as he passed through into into the womb of the mother um, and that signature sets inside there and so as you begin to manifest as a mature son later on that signature begins to resonate and all of creation begins to receive that frequency that brings healing um, this all begins to function as you function more maturely um, another time about a year ago I had an experience where I was standing in a field, and Yeshua was standing in front of me face to face. Um, the few times I've encountered Yeshua, there's always been a sense of a more of a relaxed relationship. This time was different. It was all business. He said, I need you to take your seat. Right behind me, there was a throne. Then he said it again. I sat, and I sat. <laughs> he said that when a king takes the throne, the uh, seriousness... That seriousness of the ruling changes. Everything and everyone pays attention because he is in the position of ruling at that point. When we as sons take our seats, all of creation turns and begins to pay attention to the son that's sitting on the seat. And that's exactly what I saw as I took my seat. All of creation began to turn its face to a seated son. As we were in that position and breathe in from heaven through our gateway, Remember where it says, lift up your heads, O ye gates? And we breathe through that gateway and release it down through our feet. Um, and it is where it connects into creation, into the natural created realm. It changes things. That's that breath from heaven back into creation that brings it back into a, a, a correcting, a delivering from corruption process. Ian teaches it now so much better in the sharing of breath stuff that he's been doing and we just had in the conference. But doing it as mature sons in their seats, um, breathing and releasing, your frequency signature begins to set straight what has been corrupted. All of these things are part of our process of relationship with Yahweh. There are people trying to work with energy systems and meditations and coming without coming through the blood. 
of Yeshua. They function in a different realm and they're stuck in a to and fro out of Job 2.2 where Satan was going to and fro. And they don't have access to the up and down in the heavenly realm. Um, you'll get in a real mess if that's what you're doing. Stay in the journey of relationship with Yahweh is your first desire. Anyway, again, the point of all this was really how to unhook yourself from a tethering that limits you or keeps you stuck in a faulty position. Mine happened to be the dog star or Sirius. Um, you may not have something specific about that, but we need to be untethered or unhooked from the sun, moon, and the stars to stay above all of that to function as we've been designed. Anyway, blessings to y'all. Uh, love you guys. Hope this has been uh, beneficial. And uh, till next time, we'll see you again. Talk to you soon.